0: And welcome. We're the pandemic professors
1: with puppies
0: coming to you pre-recorded
1: using zoom
0: 12 miles apart
1: with face masks at the ready. I'm Dr. Bowers
0: and I'm Dr. Barfield and we're here with you now for connection, comedy, and comfort.
1: Happy anniversary. We're here at our 20th episode. Why don't we mix it up a little?
0: Sounds good to me. How about we go back and check in with our very first guest, Danielle, to see how she's been doing.
1: Oh yeah, I remember Danielle and her cat Einstein. She talked about not doing work in bed and she transitioned her kitchen table into a study space.
0: That's the one. That seems like such a long time ago. Let's find out how they're getting along. Danielle, I can't believe it's been five months since we've talked to you. Tell us a little bit about what's changed since then.
2: Not a lot's changed because I had a summer class, so I kind of just stayed in the same schedule this whole time. Other than that, I guess I've just gotten more comfortable with being isolated and socially distancing and doing everything like online.
1: How's the isolation going? Have you been seeing more people since the last time we saw you or about the same?
2: About the same amount of people. I've been FaceTiming a lot more and um, trying to reach out to people through text and messaging and stuff, but... I've seen about the same amount of people that I was seeing in March when everything shut
0: down. Do you feel like any of those relationships and friendships have changed over the five months of quarantine?
2: Yeah, I feel like a lot of them, like my friendships and stuff have gotten stronger because we don't see each other. So if we do get to see each other, it's more exciting than seeing someone like every single day. I guess I definitely appreciate seeing people a lot more than I did before (laughs) all of this happened.
1: I know the last time we talked, motivation was an issue and you talked about some strategies you had to deal with that. Had those been successful? Have you been able to stay motivated through the
2: summer? For the most part, they've been successful. Definitely, it's hard not having structure at all. I still had a job throughout all of this though, so that helped to give some kind of structure and stability of having to like go do something every day. But it definitely was a challenge.
0: And what about your relationship with your cat? I know that you've talked about Einstein. The two of you were persnickety in the way that you were getting along. How's that going?
2: It's gotten a lot better. I moved, so I don't just have one room now. So we're not like quite so on top of each other. So that's definitely made things better. He's still very mischievous. All of my blinds are broken in my new apartment, so.
1: Yeah, my blinds have gone down too from my dog. As we get to the end of the summer here, we're looking at headed back to class very soon. What are your thoughts about going back? Do you have concerns? Are you excited?
2: I'm excited to go back just to be on campus and stuff again and have that kind of structure. All of my classes are online though, so it's kind of the same situation as it was in March, except this time I know what I'm doing and I'm not just winging it. I don't have a ton of concerns. Just hope everyone, like, wears their mask and does what they're supposed to so we don't have to go home again or have, like, an outbreak.
0: What are you looking forward to as we go back?
2: I guess just being around people again. just being in the same area as people and not just, like, in my apartment alone or, like, awkwardly seven feet away from people (laughs) in public places. Being around people and having some kind of normalcy
1: knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself going into this process again? What have you learned?
2: I think I would just try to like ready myself more for the change because it was hard and it was not at all fun. It caused like a lot of anxiety and stuff too. So I think going into this, I would just like try to prepare myself more for the amount of change that was going to happen. My birthday was right before everything shut down and I wish I would have like done something for my birthday. I wish I would have seen some more people and been more social before all of this happened if I would have known that, like, I wasn't going to get the chance afterwards.
0: You know, you mentioned there are so many things you wish you would have done in order to prepare. But I'm wondering, are there things that have happened because of the pandemic, because of quarantine, that may have never happened if we hadn't been in quarantine? Yeah, I think there
2: definitely is. Um, Quarantine gave me a lot more time to work on myself because I'm kind of stuck with myself and no distractions at all so that was good and I guess it just gave me more time to do stuff that normally I wouldn't have time to do like drawing and making art and I don't know I've been just trying to think of random things to like fill my time
0: up and those are some of the things you were recommending to our listeners in episode one you talked about making your kitchen a space where you could study coming up with a schedule and finding your routine Do you still feel like those are some of the things that you're clinging to, some of the things that are working well?
2: Yeah, I still have my calendar above my desk and lots of sticky notes. I think it has worked well. Also, just finding like new places to work has helped a lot. Sometimes I'll work outside or stuff like that, just having something different than my normal day-to-day.
1: One of the most common comments we get is that people love our logo, which you design. And you mentioned a little bit about having some, some time to do artwork. Is that something you're still actively doing? Has that been something that's been helpful to you?
2: Yeah. It gives me something to do when I get really bored. I can't just go hang out with my friends. Like I used to necessarily. I don't have roommates, so I don't even like live with anyone. Definitely that's filled my time up and made me have something to like, look forward to and work at.
0: And you also have gone back and listened to your podcast episode very recently as you listened to some of the things that you said about going into quarantine, being, you know, in the pandemic and experiencing some of that anxiety. What stood out to you?
2: I didn't listen to my own advice the best because I was talking about not doing work in my bed, but that definitely (laughs) did not happen. Now I planned it to, I probably would have been more productive if I listened to myself. I was a lot more naive when I first did the first podcast. Like, I don't think I fully understood what was about to happen. And I think I still thought it was going to be like a temporary thing. But it's been like five months now. Definitely think I was not fully grasping the concept of everything going on at the time.
1: Another thing you talked about was maintaining the schedule. And I mean, I think we all know how difficult that is now, especially without having structure. As you go back into more of a structured environment, do you think some of those skills will help you going into this semester?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think it'll help being able to go another place but my apartment and I think I'm more prepared for this semester because I had to like have a crash course in learning how to schedule my own time and not relying on what my classes are and when I work and stuff like that. I think it'll probably be hopefully an easier transition this time than it was like going to online. I think it also helps that all of my classes ended up online again so I just can keep up the normal schedule that I've already set up instead of having to change
1: how do you feel about online courses now that you've had more experience with them?
2: Now that I've had more experience with them, I kind of love them. And all of them are asynchronous, so I can make my own schedule however I want, which is really helpful because my ability to focus is not the greatest. So being able to like actually put in breaks where I need the breaks versus like having to get up and walk around during a class and having to interrupt everyone is
0: helpful. You also talked about some of the anxiety that has entered in during this time of being at home. Were there any dark times during the five months or any times that became very difficult for you?
2: Oh, yeah. When it like finally set in for me that this was going to be a new normal, it was not the greatest. My mood got really low and I was just done with it. Even like grocery shopping, having stores closed earlier was making me angry because I'm definitely a middle of the night shopping person, not a (laughs) during the day person. And I always realize I need something when it's way too late now. So I don't know. It's just I didn't like all the change and it was kind of hard to deal with. How did you
0: get through that?
2: I got through it with connecting to people and getting outside supports to help cope with all of it.
1: I know being isolated early on, sometimes you get kind of self-absorbed and you're in kind of your your own world and thinking this is only happening to you. And one of the good things about having you on our first show was I think people heard that other people are going through the same types of things. As the quarantine went on, were you able to see that other people were experiencing similar things? Was that helpful at all to you?
2: Yeah, it was helpful seeing... That other people were like experiencing the same kind of feelings and stuff that I was about it. Talking to my friends and hearing like what they have to say, hearing that they're also struggling and hating
0: it. (laughs) It's not just me being bitter. I think also that was the feedback we got with you as our first guest and so many of our listeners heard your episode and were able to share that listening to some of the strategies and some of the experiences that you had really inspired them to also do the same and helped them feel less alone in their experience. We consistently got that feedback after your episode, especially being that you were a college student and some of our listeners were not and they identified with some of the things that you had to say. So that for me was very impressive. Thanks.
1: I mean that was a strange time for Dr. Barfield and I too and we were, were a little unsure kind of starting out a podcast and and figuring things out when all kinds of things were going on and I thought for us we we found that we were able to strike a really conversational tone with you and it was great to to hear you be relaxed and even though odd things were going on you were able to talk about them and and that kind of set the tone for our show so yeah we really appreciate you getting us started off.
0: Thank you. Do you have anything that you want to share with our listeners today?
2: I guess just keep working till you figure out what works for you and also just like wearing your mask and doing all that stuff would be ideal so we can get out of this situation
0: and not have to stay in a pandemic. Well, thanks Danielle for coming back for our 20th episode. We are so thankful for you once again and we wish you the best in your fall semester.
1: Thank you so much for talking to us again. It's great to hear from you.
0: Thank you. There are many ways to contact us and we want to hear from you.
1: You can go to our website, pandemicprofessors.wordpress.com and look for the link that says, click here to leave us a voice message.
0: Or you can email us, pandemicprofessors at gmail.com. Send us an idea for a podcast episode.
1: Drop us a note of encouragement.
0: Or send a shout out to someone you're missing.
1: And we may even put it on the air. Pandemic Professors is a podcast on belonging and connection in the midst of the coronavirus. Hosted by Dr. West Bowers
0: and Dr. Sterling Barfield, we bring together the community of the New River Valley for conversations, comedy, and comfort.